The first reading is from Matthew 26, verses 36 through 39. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be grieved and agitated. Then he said to them, I am deeply grieved, even to death. Remain here and stay awake with me. And going a little farther, he threw himself on the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet not what I want, but what you want. Here ends the reading. The second reading is from Mark four twenty-six through 39. He also said, The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with his sickle because the harvest has come. He also said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, which, when sown upon the ground, is the smallest of all the seeds of the earth. Yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs, and puts forth large branches, so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them, as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything in private to his disciples. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with him. A great gale arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that the boat was already being swamped. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Then the wind ceased, and there was dead calm. Here ends the reading. Good morning. Um, So the question I'd like to ask you first is, what does it mean to be sent? Um, For example, if you receive a package from somebody for a holiday, you know why it was sent to you, but you might ask, who was this sent from? Um, Similar, if you were sent to a familiar place, for example, my mother often says, after you eat breakfast, go outside. And I'm, why am I trying to go outside? Um, You know where you're going, but you're asking why, and as soon as I get outside, obviously there's yard work to do with that, so easy answer there. Um, But then another time, you might be sent out for a specific reason. Hunter, we need some milk. Please go get some. Okay, I will. And then it's my choice now. Where do I need to go to make this happen? And for me, it's the State of Brothers down the street. It's right around the corner. It's perfect. Um, So being sent implies that there's a greater power at work. Um, Whether you are one doing the sending for a gift or you are the one being sent, there is one entity asking another to go and either bring something or to return back with something. So Jesus made it his job, having knowingly been sent by God to us, to spread the love and message of God through his actions, words, and love. For him asking where to go, that was his own decision to make. Um, There's countless times in the text where he's thinking to himself, where must I go next? Where Where must we go as myself and my disciples go to spread the word of God? And the answer 
as simple as it seems now, was that everywhere. The answer is absolutely everywhere. Everyone needs to know the message and needs to be introduced to God. He knew that he was meant to be the light in that dark place. Um, so being sent here, um, this place, CLU, um, I knew that um, after a while this is where I was meant to be, but it took, it took a while to figure it out. So in the parable of the growing seed, um, imagine the farmer as being God. He's up in, you know, in the sky or in the mountaintop, wherever you want to envision him, just throwing seeds out into the earth. And it seems so random, it seems so kind of out of control, so chaos, um, but he knows where each of those seeds are supposed to land. And he knows that they have a purpose to be there. They are sent to be in those spots. College for me was a situation where I knew why I needed to go to college. I needed to get a good education, um, be able to support my family one day, and um, get a good job that I wanted. So the why was pretty simple. Um, the where took a little bit of help. Uh, my best friend Alex Powell was in the front row. who carried the cross in today. Uh, he and I attended high school together, and I heard about CLU through him. And um, so I applied, um, almost begrudgingly, thinking, uh, do I really want to go to California Lutheran University? I, I don't really know much about it, but I uh, ended up attending Admitted Students Day and um, fell in love with it, got a chance to talk to some of the football coaches, and um, thought it would be a good fit for both my major and um, just a home feeling. So um, it took me about a year, just like a lot of things in college, to figure out um, that this is where I was supposed to be. God sent me here for a specific reason, and um, I found out that when being sent in general, that God is the one doing the sending. Just whether we know it or not, if you are being sent somewhere, God is the one pushing you there. And it may be from someone else. For example, say my mother sent me to go to the store to buy milk, but as I got to the store, I see a man on the street asking for a dollar, asking for something to eat. And so whether it was my mom sending me to get milk for my family or was God sending me here to be for that man, I know that I'm sent by God. Um, so just as I said before, I found out this is the place I was supposed to be. Um, I kind of figured out that the why of why I was supposed to go, go to college was actually a little bit different than just to get my education. I was sent here to grow, just like the seed, to sprout day by day from the stalk and to become full grain. Um, to grow in my faith, my education, and to grow in general with all of you. And it takes all of you to make an individual grow. Um, so I want to take the, a second right now just to thank um, everyone here, the university, the university in general, um, professors, coaches, the pastors, um, the president, and various members of the professional staff who have been a part of my experience here and a part of each and every student's experience here. Um, without you, we didn't get a chance to grow. We wouldn't have the ability to grow from a stock to a full-grown grain. Jesus himself, I think, found out that there was more than just one reason why he was on this earth. And like I said before, he knew that he was meant to spread God's message and to spread God's love to anybody and everyone. But there's a moment where in the Garden of Gethsemane, he just falls to the ground and he's just, just distraught and is upset, and he is the most divine man to walk on this earth, yet he's crying out to God saying, I'm troubled, I'm scared. In the middle of his prayer, he pauses, and he kind of changes the tone of what he's saying. He says, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. 
That's him saying, I'm scared. I don't want to die. I don't want to be captured. I'm afraid. And he pauses for just a split second. And God renews his faith and says, Yet, Lord, let it not be what I want, but what you want. And for me, it is Jesus' courage that inspires me. For he knew that the, the sickle, so to speak, from the parable was actually literal for him. To be cut down was his death. He knew that this is what his reason for being on earth was, is that he was to die for the acceptance and repentance of our sins. He knew that he was sent by God for our, for our, our lives and for our, our future. And so taking that step on from there, um, I'm trying to finally figure out why I was sent here. Not just to get my college degree and to be hopefully successful one day, hopefully, um, but to go out from this place and make an impact. And it's not going to be easy. Leaving a place like this is going to be really difficult. It's going to be scary. And for a place that has given me so much love and has helped me grow as a man, it's going to take a lot of courage, just like Jesus had to have in those moments. Um, and I implore the other seniors as well who are here, we need to take those steps to say, yes, I'm leaving, but I know where I've come from, and I know what it is that I'm doing. Have that faith and that courage that Jesus gave us. Sorry, I got lost real quick. <laughs> ah, so now to tie it all up, this is the important part. I'm supposed to remember this part. Um, we're on our way out. So it's go time. You know, it's, there's a month left in school. I wish it was a month, like two and a half weeks, actually. Two and a half weeks left in school where we have to finish everything we need to finish. We have to sew up all the loose ends on our homework and our assignments. And we have to try to figure out our future in a very short amount of time. But for me, there's a few things that I know. I, I still know that I'm still learning where I am to be sent by God. But I know that wherever I will be, whether it's the next day, the next month, the next year, or the next 10 years, is that where I'm at is exactly where I'm supposed to be because that is where God has sent me. And so in other words, it's go time, and I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to be where I need to be. Thank you.